okay today. The content could be a little more chore for audiences, so please, ask someone before listening to this video. It's mature and may be uncomfortable for some viewers. Viewer discussion is advised. Be cautious. This is more for adults. Or for those who get permission. not Degrassi this time. No, but it's not Hollow Knight either, which I will eventually be doing. I am talking about H2O Just Add Water. That's right, the Australian show about mermaids. It's about a three groups of girls, or a group of girls, three of them. Ricky, Chloe, I want to say Emma, but it's been so long since I watched Okay, Ricky, Chadwick, Emmy, Emma, Swerbert, and Chloe are three teenage Australian girls who find themselves stranded on a mysterious Maple Island, where they ended up in a pool underage. Dormant volcanoes curse with the full moon passing above them, bathing the pool in light. The girls are rescued and brought back to shore where they return to the normal lives until discovering that their lives have become anything but normal. The girls find out that 10 seconds after coming in contact with water, they transform into mermaids. After further experimenting, the girls also discover they have supernatural powers over water. The trio enlist the help of Chloe's friend, Lewis, to help them keep their secret and find out more about it. Everyday solutions such as bathing and dealing with rainy weather can be tricky as the girls struggle with their new found abilities. Come advanced and disadvantages. While trying to keep them a secret from everyone else, including their families, they soon adapt to their new abilities and lifestyle. Season 2 introduces Charlotte, a rival to Chloe, for dating Lewis shortly after Chloe had broken up with him. She gains mermaid powers and becomes the main antagonist of this series too. She has all three of the mermaid's powers in the end. Charlotte loses both her powers and Lewis. Very sweet sees the departure of Emma, which was made me so sad. I loved Emma. And I love to see her struggle even more because she was a swimmer and when she realized she couldn't swim, you could see like the struggle she was having and the tension and everything that was making her kind of like sink more and more. But then, like, she left. She was left to travel the world with her parents. A new character, Bella, who I started to love as well, is introduced and discovered that she has been a mermaid since the age of nine. Ricky and Chloe became friends with Bella, but she was wrecked by a mysterious uh, 
of waters was a concern to Nicol Arian, and newsboy William Benjamin also writes to become friends with the trio when he discovers that they are normal from the girls' brains that illustrate the plot of a comic that could destroy the planet. The title, Friends of a Planet, just stops that devastation. Now, I love this show very much, and I rewatched it recently. That's why I didn't wait the whole thing out. But there is another show, which is a spin-off of H2O Just Add Waters called Mako Island of Secrets. Mako Island of Secrets is an Australian television program for children and teenagers. Um, the lead stars Mako Mermaid. The show is a spin-off of H2O Just Add Water and is, um, the series follows Zach, a teenage boy who turns into a mermaid accidentally falling into a magical pool of water on the fictional island of Mako. Here's a hint, though. He was actually a mermaid the whole time. That's right. He was born a mermaid that his mother had to give him up because she was feared that the mermaids would not accept him. So she sent him to live on Earth, and his parents adopted him. And his adoptive parents are really nice and sweet people, and his sister got the his sister got the same adoption. Zach is a teenage boy who decides to camp on Mako Island. Unaware of that, three mermaids, Serena, Nikki, and Leah, who are guardians of the island, are watching him. That night, when the full moon rises, the boy comes into contact with a magical pool of water. Well, the magical water of the moon, too. The following morning, Zach discovers he has the ability to control and manipulate water. Later, after accidentally falling into the water, he finds that he has become a mermaid with like a fish-like tail. His newfound mermaid ability will cause problems for the mermaids. After the pod casts him out for allowing Zack to visit the island, the three mermaids' curiosity about living on land and motivated to use Zack's powers is a venture onto the land and to learn to live among humans. In series two, the mermaids continue to discover Mako's secrets and learn more about the mermaid kingdom. While Nikki and Leah go in search of a new home, Serena is left with Ordian and Minnie. Mako mermaids continue the effect to remove Zack's powers and reclaim the island of their home. Evie, Zack's girlfriend, faces her own battles, but she becomes a mermaid herself and the others have to try to help her cope with the change. In series 3, with Serena away with Aquatina, Zack, Orion, and Minnie are joined by Selena and Eve. Each of the mermaids describes the need for their sanctuary from the magical water dragons. Another must make their way to defeat the dragon before it destroys all the podcasts he plays with. This is a really fun, magical show. My friends and I used to play mermaids in the water because of this show. And if I'm not mistaken,
with the author Kotaro. Now let's talk a little bit about Ichiro Mermaid Adventures. That's right, there is a cartoon of this show as well. So, uh, Ricky, who is the rebel of the group and close friend of Emma and Chloe, after becoming a mermaid, Ricky gains the ability to boil water. He is voiced by Tavi. Emma, who is the more reasonable one and responsible among her friends at times, and former um, swimmer, after becoming a mermaid, Emma gains the ability to freeze water. She is voiced by Eleanor Slovi, who is a shy girl that is very interested in studying marine biology after becoming a mermaid, Chloe gains the ability to control water. She has romantic feelings for Lewis. Lewis, a tech-savvy young man who is close friends with the girls, and has a crush on Sue. He helps the girls out on their adventures from Jackson to meet support. Technical support. Barney the Herfman Crab is hurt. Hermit Crab, who is saved by Sue in the first episode. After the girls become mermaids, Barney is able to walk with them, talk with them, and regularly calls upon the girls to help him mourn their trouble in the ocean. Zenny Barnett, who is a troublemaker at times and has a fake romance with Rico. Mary Kent, the spoiled daughter of Dolphin City Mayor, who causes trouble for the girls. So, there isn't much said about this show. It looks interesting. Okay, I found some more interesting things. Maya Mitchell is an Australian actress, singer, and producer. She is known for her roles as Brittany in the children's TV series of Nine Network and as Natasha Ham in the Seven Network teen drama. I know her best from Foster, Teen Witch, Teen Beach Movie 1 and 2, Jesse and the Good Trouble movie, sh show, I mean. I've seen her in other movies, like Clueless. Okay, she did Jesse last summer, Good Trouble, Teen Beach 1 and 2, The Fosters, Zombie and Cheerleader, Trash, uh, Hot Summer Nights, Never Going Back, Modified, The Fosters, of course, Good Trouble, After the Dark, Castaway, Stories from Our Future, The Lion Guard, Disney Parks Christmas Special, probably, the Lion Guard, Whisper, 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 Heaven Tale, Talk About It, Teen Choice Awards. Now, I found some fun, interesting facts about Australia that maybe some of us don't even know. The Australian Alps are get more snow than the Swiss Alps. I didn't know that. While many people visit Australia for its brilliant beaches and year-round sunshine, the Australian Alps, Dinerland, New South Wales, and Victoria are a mark for skiing. Snow usually falls between June and September, meaning Australia is the perfect place to get your ski fix during the Northern Hemisphere summer. 
being able to accomplish. Oh, okay. Um, Theodore and Christine are two of the largest resorts near Cumbria. If I am saying this wrong, please forgive me. I am terrible with names. The latter being the largest ski resort in the southern hemisphere. Blue Cow Mountain is the most popular area. 9% of the Australians live on the coast. The largest desert of central Australia means that the vast majority of population live on the shore of this enormous country. The large cities of Perga, Sydney, and Melbourne. Oh goodness, I'm so gonna get in trouble. I'm so sorry for all the Australian people who are trying. I am deleting and destroying names. Are iconic places to visit with buzzing centers and multitude of beaches. From the sands to the surf of Sydney, outside the major hubs, there are hundreds of small beaches towns where you can approach Australian beautiful coastline. Explore in New South Wales and catch your own dinner or head up to Queen Island and discover the parties of Stereo Beach. Australian's island status means that there are thousands of surf towns and the beaches to find. Oh boy. Tasmania has the central air in the world. Queen of air in the world. The island of C-A-S-M-A-N-I is in the ideal spot to experience the great outdoors. With air as clean as Antarctic, around a third of the state is natural park or world heritage protected. It is a walker's paradise with trails and walkways winding over the whole island where the coastal paths impress viewers over the bay and the bay of Bias. Wow. The Great Barrier Reef is the largest ecosystem in the world. The photos that they show on here are just so beautiful. It makes me want to go visit Australia one day. <laughs> Things I learn about myself. The Great Barrier Reef is the Triangle of Australia, made up of nearly 2,500 individual reefs, and visible from space. It stretches halfway down the eastern coast of the country, meaning there are plenty of places to use as jumping-off points to explore the coral. I skipped a word because I wasn't convinced for that, but yes, it's so beautiful. Cranes is the most famous city to begin a trip out to the reef, but Town Hill, Port, and Area Beach all have great views. Australia has over 60 separate wine regions. Well, that's interesting. You can't go to Australia, Australia and not try the wine. With such a huge variety of wine regions, it's hard to choose between them. The majority of the wine regions are in New South Wales and Victoria, so if you fancy discovering a few of them and road trips between Sydney and Mulberry, 
would be a great way to go about it. Okay, now that sounds fun. Take your time to look for the southern highlands. Uh, I have no idea what that word is. An alpine valley, one of the most uh, picturesque wine regions in Australia. Yielding wines found in varieties rich Lennox to Tonkinian. Thatcher Island is the largest Finlandian in the world. The Farron Islands for a Thatcher Island are highlights of any trip to Swings Island. Lynn Heavy Bay is the jumping off point for exploring the island. So hop on a boat and discover the delights of this island paradise. The clear blue waters of Lake Mackenzie, surrounded by the white sand shore and distant beaches of Camping pools where you can swim in the shallow pools at the edge of the ocean. Oh, this just sounds so nice. Can I go there right now? That sounds like a perfect thing to go to. Are people in Australia just like relaxed all the time? Because this just sounds peaceful and relaxing and very chill to me. I don't feel like where I live we ever have snow. I mean, this just sounds so peaceful and chill. Indian Pacific Train has the longest freight section of train tracks in the world. Australia boasts a number of spectacular rail journeys between Sydney and Perth lies the Indian Pacific, I want to say if I'm saying this right, a railroad that makes its way across the country through the stunning green mountains into the outback towards the Mountain Flinger Ranges. Stop off in a must enjoy gourmet food, art museums, and the wide open streets of the city. Okay, now I can't. If I read for any more of Australia, I'm going to want to go there right now. That is possible. But it does sound super peaceful, super nice, and super relaxing. Also, H2O. Totally go watch it, and then watch Maple Mermaid, then watch the cartoon if you want. But let me tell you, H2O is where my friends and I were like, right after Ariel, this was like the show we watched, and they were like, let's see mermaids. And then we were like, ooh, let's see H2O mermaids. And we were like, ooh, who should we be? And this is kind of funny, because like, I just remember this show was one of those that made us say, let's see a mermaid. Between this and the movie Ariel, Little Mermaid, we were definitely in the mermaids at that point. I hope you all enjoyed this podcast. Bye for now.